Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Folks, we're teetering on what could be an economic meltdown, threatening to wash away our savings and retirement. Inflation has surged to levels unseen in 40 years. Gold is the smartest and most responsible investment you can make for you and your family in times like these. A safe haven asset that protects your purchasing power and your wallet from inflation. When it comes to protecting your IRA or 401k, trust only the best. My friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold has earned the highest trust ratings in the precious metals industry and builds relationships based on integrity, expertise, and impeccable service. Get up to $5,000 in free silver on a qualifying purchase when you visit protectwithlou.com today or give them a call at 844-6484-LOU. Don't wait. Take control of your retirement today. Call 844-6484. 84-L-O-U and speak with one of their experts. Time is of the essence. Protect your future with Allegiance Gold. Visit protectwithlou.com or call 844-648-4LOU. Hello everybody, I'm Lou Dobbs and welcome to The Great America Show. Great to have you with us. We hope everyone had a great holiday weekend. The Biden regime and the Marxist Dems continue their persecution and abuse of January 6th political prisoners, prisoners of the corrupt Biden DOJ, a DOJ that continues to target any American who was in the Capitol area on January 6th and some victims who weren't. And we've learned their persecutors aren't just the Department of Justice and FBI anymore but also the Department of Homeland Security and the Air Marshals, many of whom have abandoned their principal mission to keep our skies safe. Air Marshal National Council Director Sonia Labosco revealed that Air Marshals are no longer flying on regularly scheduled missions. All Air Marshals, and that's hundreds and hundreds of them, are now tasked on a silent mission called, quote, Quiet Skies where they're following around anyone who flew into the Washington, D.C. area on January 6th. Take a listen to the director. We're not flying right now. The only missions that we're doing are Quiet Skies missions, and those are missions that are following the January 2021 people. So we're either on the border uh, for illegal immigrants or we're following folks from January 2021. We're not doing our regular missions where we're out there looking for the bad guys. So right now on uh, most flights, you're not going to have air marshals. What do you mean by that you're following January 2021 people? What does that mean? 
That means our primary mission is a little group called Quiet Skies. It's a mission called Quiet Skies that we're following people that flew into the national capital region in January 2021. You did not have to go to the Capitol or the rally, and you've been put on a specific list that TSA now has assigned air marshals to follow these people who have not had uh, any type of criminal investigation. They haven't committed a crime, but yet three years later, we're following the same individuals day in and day out. So you're saying that air marshals are now following people that were at the Capitol uh, on January 6th, and they're not tracking terrorists at all? Well, they didn't even have to be at the Capitol, Carly. They could have just flown into the National Capital Region. So if anybody was there for uh, a job interview, to visit family, we even had a gentleman that was there for a funeral. They put it, put on this domestic terrorist list just because of their geographic location to Washington, D.C. So these people did not even commit a crime. They weren't even at the Capitol. What? Do those people know that they're on this list? Some of them do, because when they go to the airport, they get the quadises on their boarding pass, and then they have to go through enhanced security. Then they're followed by teams of air marshals on, on any leg of flight that they have. So yes, a lot of them do know that they're being followed, yet they haven't been vetted, and they have not committed a crime. And three years later, we're still doing the same duty, and we followed the same people over and over for three years who are no threat to this country. With a war being fought overseas against the radical Islamists and jihadis and all the present terrorist threats that we face in America, the Biden administration let the Department of Air Marshals follow around Americans who travel to D.C. I said they permitted. Actually, Biden must have ordered it. This is sick stuff, folks, by any standard. And House Republicans have subpoenaed a top prosecutor who rejected search warrants at President Biden's residence as part of their impeachment inquiry. The House Judiciary Committee has subpoenaed Leslie Wolf, a top Delaware prosecutor who ran interference in the Hunter Biden investigation for testimony in their impeachment inquiry. President Biden's DOJ blocked two search warrants and a number of felony charges against Hunter Biden, according to IRS whistleblower Gary Shapley. And now, our guest, Cash Patel, author, former Trump DOD and DOJ official, Trump advisor now, and author of the terrific book on the weaponization of the deep state and, of course, the Biden regime itself. Cash's book is entitled Government Gangsters, and we recommend it to you highly. Cash Patel, welcome, and great to have you back with us. We have a new House speaker and an old president who's outdoing himself as a Marxist Manchurian candidate. Biden has a four-hour meeting with Xi Jinping, and no one still knows what they talked about. Your reaction? <laughs> That's because Biden doesn't know what they talk about. Lou, look, it's great to be with you because you actually stay on point with events of national security importance and law matters that actually are essential to helping us get out of this. And that example that you just highlighted a four-hour meeting with C with well the ccp that's exactly who it was with and xi jinping and what do we get we get nothing out of it we get the currency manipulation continues we get the ccp funding the iranian efforts to launch their war in israel we get the ccp and the chinese continuing to trade with the russians and putin who are at war with the ukrainians we got absolutely nothing out of that meeting and oh by the way we could have at least had them shut off tiktok 
But no, he would never dare bring that up. The CCP's digital fentanyl continues to poison our children and our mind. And what are we left with, Lou? The best example I can give you is why this is as bad in my mind as the drug itself. Because of TikTok, we have a generation of young Americans thinking that the letter that Osama bin Laden wrote was justified, and they are now using it to justify the reasoning that the Iranians went to war in Israel. That is where we are. UBL is okay in this country because of TikTok and the Chinese. And, and people forget President Trump wanted to ban uh, wanted to ban TikTok and a number of other Chinese yeah. or CCP uh, companies is uh, if one prefers and uh, was blocked by a activist left-wing Marxist judge uh, and such was the conclusion of his uh, term in office and now we're watching all of these left-wing judges everyone has come together to support the Biden the Biden agenda, which apparently is nothing less than the destruction of the United States and and the destruction of the middle class and the American dream uh, for future generations, because that is preci precisely what he's brewed up here. And the national media, corporatist, Marxist, and utterly bereft of any uh, seeming loyalty to this great nation are are complicit in it all. Well, they are more than complicit. I mean, they are the ones that are forcing um, the truth to be hidden from the American public because they want to see Joe Biden, quote unquote, succeed. Well, he's failing on a disastrous level and they continue to run and cover for him and somehow continue to say that the current situation is Donald Trump's fault, even though he's not the commander in chief right now, because they want to continue to do anything they can to make sure Joe Biden wins the next presidential election because they are afraid of Donald Trump coming in and actually doing the work for the American people of actually rooting out the swamp monsters and the corruption in D.C. and safeguarding this country and banning TikTok and shutting down the CCP. But they can't have that narrative, Lou. You know better than anyone. That's 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 terrible for their bottom line. They'll go bankrupt and they'll lie and cost America to save themselves. And the American people seem either desensitized or numb to the point that they don't even recognize what the agenda of this administration is whether it be opening up a 2,000-mile-long border with Mexico and turning it over to the Mexican drug cartels for sex trafficking, uh, for uh, human smuggling, for the fentanyl transport uh, to uh, cities all across the country, uh, the murder of 100,000 Americans a year. You know, what's really strange to me, Cash, is we build a monument to 58,000 of our service members who were killed in Vietnam and put it four square in front in the nation's capital, but not a whisper about a hundred thousand people per year uh -huh. who are being killed by fentanyl, uh, who are being killed by the People's Republic of China, who are being killed by the government of Mexico and by the drug cartels. Uh, by the way, the cartels run the government of Mexico, so perhaps <laughs> that's redundant. <laughs>
No, look, you're absolutely right. Look, look, I mean, maybe I'm biased in these matters because I participated in the policies and operations that Donald Trump used to shut down fentanyl, that Donald Trump used to shut down human trafficking, that Donald Trump used to go after the cartel thugs in Mexico that stopped the cocaine trade and the marijuana and every other heroin um, and all the other opiate they were pumping into our streets. I mean, to me, I cannot believe that we are at a position in America, like you said, where 100,000 plus young Americans died from just fentanyl alone in one year. And it is not headline news every single night. That, to me, shows you how far the fake news mafia has come and how much they are in the uh, uh, breadbasket of Joe Biden and what they will do to lie. And their priorities continue to be diversity, equity, inclusion and the setting sun. We have a president who says we need that two-state solution right now. We have to have a ceasefire. We've got to have a truce. We've got to be nice about this. And you're killing too many. It's not proportionate. In other words, if you kill savagely in a massacre on October 7th, 1,200 or more Israelis, you can only kill 1,200 Hamas. So it becomes a game of attrition in the minds of these uh, uh, lukewarm uh under undercharge mentalities who run the national security apparatus of the country. I, I mean, it's crazy and preposterous what they're doing, and they seem to be uh, working their will right now with the government of Israel. I fear that. I pray not. Uh, well, your last sentiment is one I couldn't agree more, but unfortunately, I think that um, the Iranians have done a uh trying to look for the appropriate rated g verbiage a uh they have run the truck over joe biden and then reversed it back over americans foreign policy and it has led us to a world war what do i mean by that the iranians have implemented and infiltrated joe biden's government with ease robert malley the former special envoy to iran the author of obama's jcpoa was surprisingly jettisoned from his post because of mishandling of classified information two months ago, and we have no idea why. Yet his envoy that he balloon parachuted into the Department of Defense's Special Operations Office, Ariana Tatabe, continues, who is a pro-Iranian uh, persona, continues to hold her position and her security clearance after it was exposed by Semaphore that she had been communicating with the Iranian foreign ministry um, back in the Obama years when she would seek permission to take a pro-American stance. This lady's in charge of special operations and a guy by the name of Maher Batar is in charge of the intelligence operations in the White House. What did he do other than carry Adam Schiff's bag during Russiagate? He stood in front of a sign um, that's and in Palestinian garb that said, we must end Israeli apartheid now. These are the people. Therefore, Lou, it's no accident. It's not a coincidence. Iran has outplayed us because Joe Biden has allowed them to do so. And America is now surprised we are in the throngs of another world war. We're talking with Cash Patel. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. 
Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. We're back. We're talking with Cash Patel. And I, I want to turn, if I may, right now to uh, what you said about uh, World War Three. We are watching uh, Hamas uh, being battered by the IDF, uh, and appropriately so. And I believe that Benjamin Netanyahu was exactly right in saying uh, that he will destroy Hamas uh, in Gaza. Uh, I would uh, urge the Israelis to consider all Hamas, all terrorist organizations sponsored by Iran, all should be uh, uh, put to the sword as far as I'm concerned. Uh, your thoughts about why Netanyahu is under such pressure and why there isn't more support for him uh, within the body politic of Israel itself? I think it has something to do with the same uh, justification that people are saying Osama bin Laden's letter um, from TikTok is okay to put forward in the American bloodstream. It's because there's been a degradation in not just the education system, but the media system in what actually matters when it comes to protecting America and Israel. Hamas is a foreign terrorist organization. Let me say that again. Hamas is a foreign terrorist organization. Osama bin Laden was one of the world's largest terrorists. There is nothing you can say or do to, to me to convince me that anything to the contrary is remotely true. But when you have a mainstream media, when you have a, whether it's in America or over there taking on Netanyahu, giving you these disinformation campaigns for years and years and years and years, and then when it comes to the launch of war, people take a position that is pro-terrorist, and then they get to question, how dare you take a position that's pro-innocence, pro-Israeli, pro-American, and they've made it okay. And they're now saying that in the universities of not just the schools in this country, but also over there in Israel. You have university professors lauding Hamas and saying it's okay for terrorist groups to come in there and take the position that they have because they are justified in killing innocents based on their radical beliefs. That's what they've led us to. They're mad Marxists and they're anti-Semitic. And that should awaken people instead of numb them. They should not be in shock here. They should be outraged and responding. And this administration is doing the exact opposite. They, while they don't condone it, they certainly are indifferent to these exhibitions of raw bigotry and hate. No, you're absolutely right. The one person, our commander in chief, who should always cheer for on the national security front, because the national security mission protects this country and our allies, Joe Biden right now is the commander in chief. And the one thing he should come out and say is Hamas is a terrorist organization funded by Iran, and they unlawfully attacked our allies in Israel, and they are holding Americans and Israelis hostages right now, not to mention the atrocities of murder that you just outlined. We are not their friends. He could just come out and say that. Even he could read a teleprompter that could say that. But you're right. He doesn't. And it's not an accident. 
He's being indifferent on purpose. He's being indifferent because he wants those voices of discord to come out because that is how they think they're going to win the next election cycle by keeping focus on diversity, equity, inclusion, and climate change as the existential threat. And look at all the voices of free speech we allow in our universities to flourish. Well, your decision-making, Joe Biden and company and the fake news media, is partly responsible for both the war in Ukraine and the war in Israel. And your baseless justification of pro-terrorist positions is going to further erode our constitutional republic. And they are using that salvo as one of their last remaining missiles to take out Donald Trump. And I think you'll agree with me in saying they're probably going to fail on that effort, even though they've been trying for years and years and years and years to take us out with their media operation. Um, I think this one, like you said, is going to shake so many more Americans to the core that they are saying good things about terrorists and good things about people who are holding children hostage and decapitating women and raping people over there, that they're going to be like, okay, enough's enough. We need Donald Trump back. The polls show exactly that, Cash. Uh, these are polls that have shaken the Marxist Dems uh, to their to their to this to their souls. I believe uh, to the degree we can acknowledge they have them. Uh, and th this is. Uh, we watch David Axelrod, the <laughs> the chief guru to to uh, to Barack Obama, and the man who needed far more gurus uh, if he was going to make that one the chief. But uh, it, it is it is frankly uh, an opportunity here. The clash between Israel and Hamas, the atrocities, the massacre of October seventh, the response by the Biden administration, which isn't exactly what the man behind the curtain wanted his puppet president to do. He had to come out and reveal himself. And I'm, of course, talking about Barack Obama. And then further, as it worsened, and the response by Netanyahu was even more powerful than I think anyone anticipated at that point, at least on the part of the Marxist left in this country, he had to again come out and say, well, what Joe Biden meant to say and how important it is that there be equity uh, between Hamas and other terrorist organizations and, say, the Israel Defense Forces. I mean, this is the madness that Obama came out from behind the curtain to enunciate and to articulate. And then he was met, I think, surprisingly to him by a, a backlash that he could not have imagined or he would never have said those things to begin with, even though it was his policy uh, and that policy that he had given uh, orders to Biden to fulfill. I mean, that is a benefit because people mm -hmm. now understand that this is the third term of Barack Obama, yeah. that he is the man behind the curtain without any question. Your thoughts? I think you're absolutely right. I think the one thing that they, when they were playing the 3D chess that you just outlined, while the RNC is busy playing, you know, shoots and ladders, is that they thought they would have a stronger, or they duped themselves into believing that they would be able to flip out Joe Biden for another candidate for the second term. I think that's where they've reached their end game. And as good as their delivery cycle was for the third Obama administration and having the Susan Rices of the world and all these other guys, uh, Axelrod and company sort of be the shadow figure, Samantha Powers airdropped in there. They are now up against it with having Joe Biden be the front man because he 
will not win the next presidential election. And the decision they're going to have to now make is how do they take him out? And I believe they're going to figure out a way to sideline him to salvage another another Obama term, as you were outlining. And I think that they believe that having put uh, Kamala Harris in as vice president, think of it, two of the dumbest people in history are in the two most powerful positions in our government. I, I think they thought they would be able to, she was their insurance policy. And right now they find out that she is just a, as much a fire as Joe Biden. So now they have a double problem. How do they get rid of Joe Biden huh. and not elevate Kamala huh. Harris? or try to elevate her, because it looks like that is also uh, a, a, a certain uh, failure if they do attempt it. Well, as you know, Lou, they're more evil than we will ever be on our side of the political spectrum. They will take out their own so long as they can advance their pocketbooks mm -hmm. and their glorify their own egos. If you just saw the picture of Kamala Harris standing next to Gavin Newsom, the guy they want to be the presumptive nominee when they opened up some big highway in California just last week. If you looked at Kamala Harris, it's as if somebody had basically um, poisoned her. She was unable to speak. She actually, I believe, knows that Gavin Newsom is going to be airmailed in for her. She has been informed of that decision and she's just forced to eat crow right now. You know, if it was us on the Republican side, we wouldn't have the machinations and the compunction, the, the intestinal fortitude required to make that political coup, mm -hmm. but they do. And I think they will make it. And I think Kamala Harris, they were hoping she was the answer. They were hoping she was the built-in response to say, okay, Biden now, Kamala in, clean swap, good to go for another Obama fourth term. But now they know she's just as bad as he is. Right. We're talking with Cash Patel. We're coming right back, folks. Please stay with us. We'll see you on the other side. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're back with Cash Patel and Cash. I want to turn to now President Trump. Mm -hmm. uh, huge numbers in the polls. He is just crushing uh, the the wannabes who are frankly embarrassments. It's fake news, Lou. It's fake news. <laughs> <laughs> well, it may be fake news, but I'll tell you what, it's real people uh, saying exactly what they want. And I have a feeling this time that unless, unless Ronna, uh, you know, uh, Romney uh, stays in charge of the RNC, I think that this is going to be a, a great victory, but some some very serious decisions have to be taken. And they and that includes straightening out the RNC before another month goes by. This is uh, this is 
This is suicide, what the Republican Party is doing to itself uh, when we allow her to remain in charge of that inept organization. No, you're right. Are we going to be the ones that snatch victory from the jaws of defeat? Are we going to shoot ourselves in the foot again? Are we going to commit sepulcher because the RNC is too married to the corrupt officials in D.C. and all they care about is expanding their pocketbook and their uh, self-relevance? I hope not. I wish the election were tomorrow, Lou, because, man, it, man, oh, man, it would be a landslide. But as you you know far better than anyone else in the political dynamics of this country. Ten months and change is a long time to go. Mm -hmm. um, a lot can happen. But not being the pollster guy and being more of the guy that goes around the country and is a surrogate for President Trump and goes to events and speaks uh, for him and with him. When you see him make an entrance like he did in New York City with Dana White and <laughs> walk into Madison Square Garden, I don't care if you're a pollster or not. You can't make that up. That is young America responding to a man who's running for the presidency again, and they are exploding. Same with me here in Las Vegas. When we walked into the arena down here, I, I've been to a lot of rock concerts and some pretty cool sporting events. I have never seen anything like that in my life. Yeah. And that, I think, captures the essence of so much of the youth in this country because they want him to be the next president. So I think the polls, um, the polls have to catch up to the UFC fights. <laughs> yeah, I think so. But, you know, those polls are doing just that. Uh, we're looking at huge uh, gaps now. Uh, I don't know how, the, with a straight face, uh, these uh, moronic uh, you know, propagandists and national corporate media can say Nikki Haley has got the right idea on inflation. She wasn't even very good at carrying the thoughts of others. Uh, when she worked for the Trump administration, she was just a mouthpiece. She was at the UN uh, as an ambassador for the, for the president. I, I mean, right. I can't even, and they then talk about her vast experience in foreign policy for crying out loud. It's ludicrous. But the fact, yeah, I agree with you, but the fact that the Jamie Dimons of the world and the Ken Griffins of the world are uh -huh. meeting with her our meeting with her is because the Uniparty and the RNC uh, decrepits over there are combining forces to say this person will save our way of life because we will own her. Donald Trump will destroy our way of life and they could care less. They will do whatever it takes to airmail in Nikki Haley, even though she is, a, as you correctly outlined, is a failed candidate, was a failed ambassador at the U.N. and would be a failed president. But she would be owned by the uh, aristocracy, the kleptocracy at the top of this country that would control her. And that's why you're seeing them pay attention to her. They picked her out of all the other six or seven or not if, not as if those people had a chance, but there's a reason they picked her. The think tanks are now really calling for the Republicans to be even less lawful, uh, more corrupt than the Democrats, and therefore we won't be a minority party anymore. Uh, this is madness itself, and I can't understand it. And the idea about the brilliant idea uh, about Nikki Haley's abortion policy is basically she's pro-life, but she doesn't want to suggest anything to anyone else, uh, which is as, <laughs> as nifty a dodge as you can get, right? Yeah. Except for one thing. If we're going to be a party of principle and we're going to be pro-life, we have to articulate a reason. We have to articulate values that lead us to a logical conclusion that the idea of uh, having 
70 million abortions in this country since Roe v. Wade, and then bringing in 50 million illegal immigrants makes no sense on its face. And that's what you have to contend with is the clash of fact and policy, which is tearing this country to pieces right now. And and that, I mean, I think Donald Trump should take that last 30 seconds and make it his next ad reel um, for for the takedown of the, uh, the the Republican machine and Nikki Haley, because you have just outlined the positions that the American people care about living well, the economy, being secure, taking out crime, making America first on the world stage versus what the aristocracy cares about themselves. And they actually want to lose because if if Joe Biden is president again, then they win. Then they get all the big contracts. They get all the glory. They get all the government funding they want and they get to prop up their institutions for another decade. But if or if Nikki Haley comes in, they still get to do the same thing. But if Donald Trump comes in, they've seen what uh, his first administration at 50 percent operational capacity was doing to them. It was gutting them. A second administration with no reelection to worry about going 100 100 miles an hour every day is going to wipe them out, all of them. And so now all the swamp monsters are rising together. You're seeing these people who are never friends before, whether DeSantis people or Haley people or RNC people or just certain senators and congressmen who want to spend a bazillion dollars in the Ukraine and Israel all team up for one thing to take out Donald J. Trump. And I think they're going to fail because the American people are sick of losing gagging the president of the United States, uh, gagging the presumptive, the presumptive nominee of the Republican Party in the 2024 election. And and thank you very much. There's no one who's a close second, third, fourth uh, in the country. There's no one within eyesight of this president in his poll numbers. He is the nominee and they're gagging him. And then the appellate court says, you know, I think the the gag order went too far. So let's, instead of <laughs> discussing the idea of the gag order itself against a former president and a president-to-be, let's decide just how much you can gag him. These are idiots, they're morons, and no one on the streets of America with half a brain would even put up with their nonsense uh, because it's they're specious, their sophistry is just pedestrian. Uh, I, my Lord, and they're supposed to be bright lawyers. These guys are government gangsters operating a two-tier system of justice for one reason and one reason only, because they fear Donald Trump will come in and ruin their way of life by calling out their corruption. Whether it's the gag order in New York City or the gag order in D.C., either one of those in any type of gag orders is unconstitutional on its face and across the board it is a violation of free speech if you do not like the president or what he says then you adjudicate that decision at the polls you don't sue him baselessly for fraud when there's no victims in new york just so you can have a headline that donald trump is a quote-unquote fraudster you don't bring an unlawful classified documents case when he never unlawfully possessed classified documents but you get the disinformation campaign you get the narrative you don't try to kick donald trump off the ballot out in Colorado, where I was the lead witness for Donald Trump and say, oh, he gets to stay on the ballot. But I found he committed insurrection. You, a state court judge, adjudicated that the president of the United States committed insurrection for one reason and one reason alone. So you can have your narrative in the media so they could take that back to D.C. and trumpet it with these fools that you have just outlined who are so in the bag to get Donald Trump 
that they will break the law, they will create a new system of justice, they will weaponize it against their opponents, and they will use the intelligence community and the law enforcement apparatus of this country to target anyone who dares to say, I want America first policies, I am pro Donald Trump, and I am for MAGA all the way. So I guess, Lou, you and I are like number one and two on the uh, FBI hit list now. <laughs> it's sickening to see what the Marxist left has become uh, and the mockery they've made of so much that uh, at, at one time, uh, was a, a decent party uh, that was representing working men and women uh, in this country. That job is left to Donald Trump and the Republican Party. Your concluding thoughts. I'll just finish with Chutkin because I have a different take on her. And here's why. When I was running the Russiagate investigation, most people don't know this. We, and we found out that Hillary Clinton campaign and the DNC paid for the Steele dossier and all the bogus collection efforts. We were taken to federal court by Fusion GPS and the DNC to suppress that information. Do you know where that case landed? In front of Judge Tanya Chutkin. After a month of heavy litigation on the verge of victory, when we were going to expose the documentation and the bank records, which are now finally public, you know what Judge Chutkin does? She recuses herself without justification from the case. We would find out months and months later that Judge Tanya Chutkin and her law firm represented the DNC and Hunter Biden and people over at Fusion GPS. That is why she had to recuse. So now for her to preside over Donald Trump's criminal case, where the target of that unlawful operation in Russiagate hmm. was represented by Judge Chuckin and her law firm before she got on the bench, how can she sit over and preside over this case? This is why I knew she was always in the bag for the special counsel and was always going to go after Donald Trump, and she should have been recused immediately. Right. Well, I've got to ask you, the law firm, was it Coy Perkins or, or was it Boys? Boys Schiller. Okay. It had to be one of the two. <laughs> yeah, 50-50. You're good. <laughs> His book, Government Gangsters, we recommend it to you highly, as we do uh, Mr. Patel himself. Thanks so much for being with us. God bless you, Cash. Thank you, my friend. Thanks to Cash Patel. Thank you, everybody, for being with us here today. Our guest here tomorrow is pollster and GOP strategist John McLaughlin. He joins us to break down his latest polling on the 2024 race. We'll give you a hint. President Trump is running away with all of the polls. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on True Social at Lou Dobbs. Check out LouDobbs.com. Thank you, everybody. God bless you. May God bless America.